Podcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! <laughs> Dead or alive. Sing it. Yeah, baby. Thank you for joining us on AfterBuzz TV. I'm Mindy Thomas, and yeah, there's a lot of people who wanted Dead or Alive, and I'm sorry, but Debbie, unfortunately, well... Yep. She's dead. Hey, everyone, I'm back. Andrea Fasano here, and you can tweet me at Andy Fasano. And I'm Mindy Thomas, as mentioned, and it's the eighth episode tonight called uh, Dina... What was that? Sisters Sisters of, of Dinah. Dinah or Dina? Dina. With an H. Yeah, I wanted... Right. Dinah. Right. <laughs> So Which like, I don't know what that had to do with whatsoever. But. Well, they're the secret keepers, you know, oh, the covenant oh, nuns. Did I miss that? Well, that's what I missed. Yeah, that. Okay. the big dig went to the uh, nun factory. Sorry, the co- uh, convent. Uh, excuse me. I hope that was not <laughs> offensive in any way, shape, fashion, or form. We are talking religion tonight and politics. The two things uh, I was taught not to ever talk to at any holiday, uh, Christmas or Thanksgiving. <laughs> So, Rebel with the Cause tonight. Andrea, how you doing? I'm wonderful. I'm so glad to be back with you guys. I missed last week, and I thought that was a killer episode when I finally got to watch it. And I was so mad that I couldn't be here to talk to you about it. But Mindy did a killer job. Clap it up for you. You you did. Uh, I said everything that I was thinking as I was watching the episode, or watching you back, uh, I was glad you hit upon. So that was great. And I'm just... I'm loving this second half of the season. It's it's a show now. Like I'm sucked in. I'm fully like into the dig. I think people, if you're not watching the show, you need to get into this right now. With two episodes left after right. tonight, it is the perfect Cute. time to get in on it. It you're, is. You're right. So right. It's yeah. like a real show now. It's not like all about oh what's gonna. I mean, it's what's gonna happen, but. You're really invested. I'm invested. I'm completely invested in this show. I truly believe that even the performances heated up. Totally. Along with the action Mm -hmm. tonight. Absolutely. The action's bigger. The performances are bigger. Uh, They're better, too. You know, they're a little more believable. And they're, they're more interactive. We're getting... A little bit closer to everything kind of intertwining and, and the three um, different sections kind of meeting and right. overlapping. Well, let's start at the show open because remember, yep. Peter's talking to Lynn in her kitchen saying, why weren't you there at nine o'clock? Talking about last week's episode. And then she got a text saying that she was supposed to be there at 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then she has an Israeli breakfast with the ambassador. Now, that's the important part. Do Israeli you know? breakfast. Yeah, I know. I'm like, what was that? Was that I don't like, know. I was wondering. Like, was that sauce that? And, yeah. <laughs> I completely thought that. Cappuccino, I know for sure. But, but okay, so she gets uh, the clue. Yeah. While having that breakfast with the ambassador. You saw her face. She reacted. She reacted. She didn't, she didn't buy it. She didn't buy it. So she begins to investigate the camera situation. I loved the camera hunt tonight. Yeah, I did too. (laughs) I thought that was one of the best sequences. 
Honestly, since the multi-cam uh, happened a few episodes, I thought this was awesome, and it was a really big deal for the actress, you know, for Lynn's character. And she had to do some Pilates or something to be able to climb up those fences. Pilates? <laughs> she's doing, like, boot camp to do that. And she was counting as she's doing it. And just that whole reenactment of what Yusef Khalid did, I thought was awesome. Because we've been dying to know how do you get in there? What was his little secret way? I thought they were just going to cu- quickly go over it, like, in the... Um, um, in the script and just brush past it, but she did it, and I thought that was great. Right, and Lynn's and H. Lynn, mm-hmm. uh, she makes it into the closet yeah. because she hears the ambassador coming in, and she hears some amazing clues on a telephone call. Amazing, yeah. Right, More like um, somebody's now out to kill you. What do you do? <laughs> right, <laughs> like- within twenty four hours, <laughs> she needs to be. I th- I thought escorted back to the states, but you thought taken out. Yeah, I I think that she meant she needs to be. Oh, in okay. Twenty four hours. Okay. I, the ambassador said that about Lynn, and um, can you imagine thinking here overhearing that, and then how is she even going to get out of that closet? First of all, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have a producer over here dying laughing. I love it. Thanks, Stephen. Yeah, <laughs> keeping it real. I'm just saying. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the ambassador is, is, uh, the sneaky snake. And remember, she was the one that received the stone from mm-hmm. Yusef Khalid in prior episodes. And so now Lynn's on to her. And I just wanted to talk about that phone call because she had mentioned a couple things in particular about Rabbi Leb's people are in Qumran. Mm-hmm. So she knows that Rabbi Leb's people are there. Was that the Essenes? Andrea. No. Because no. Rabbi Lev's people are not the Essenes. Rabbi Lev's people were the people that um, Detective Cohen followed from the Heritage Center out there, the four guys, and then those are the guys who came back at the end and shot up the Essenes and, you know, everybody else who was involved. Okay. The detectives, I mean, I okay. don't know where and they're Cohen the ones went, but. that stole the red heifer, and that was Rabbi Lev's people? Yeah, were they stealing? No, the Essenes stole the red heifer. But tonight... Tonight you saw them taking him away? They took him away in oh, the truck. Her. Because, it was a girl, oh, sorry. Oh, excuse me. Red. Red's a girl. Right. Holy... We think. Cow? I Holy should, cow. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that was one of the best ones you had. That was good. It was really good. Well, you know, what they really should have said is, move. Oh. oh. Do we have a sound effect for that? <laughs> we, we probably do. Well, you know, that's about the best comedy you're going to get out of me. I love but it. It's really great that we can laugh about this show because there's it's so, so dark and so serious. <laughs> and some of the lighting is like, wow, rapid fire in the caves <laughs> out there. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Thank you. Wow, that was, that must have been, yeah. Okay, so moving on here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There was a shoot em up by the, uh, by the Rabbi Lev's people to steal back the heifer because Peter was told to stop shooting at the truck because he could kill her. Yes. And they obviously don't want that and they think they're probably going to get her back. I mean, you even mentioned tonight with the whole Blue Man group, we'll go there in a minute, but, um, Debbie, I mean, it's kind of sometimes, how many times can you run away and escape? I mean, you just keep yeah. going in and asking yeah. for it and coming back out. And I feel like the same thing keeps happening with the calf, with the 
Blue Man Group. You know what I mean? Like you just keep going around. There's some repetition. Shooting yourself in the foot kind of deal. You're going to get shot eventually. And tonight we had to see uh, somebody else significantly taken out. Uh, The pastor will be there in two days, though. So that was the other part of the ambassador on the phone call. Good segue back into Debbie because the pastor being Debbie's pastor, Tad Billingham. Yep. Who, you know, David Costable, he plays that role so, so well. profoundly. Yeah. yeah, just believable. A lot of people, isn't he from Breaking Bad? I think a lot of people have mentioned that he's okay. from Breaking Bad and they thought he was amazing in that. And okay. so now this is a new role for him. I didn't right. see, I never watched it. I know I'm behind. I need to watch it. But well, um, yeah, and he's incredible. He's a pretty good actor. Yes, he is. And this cast has been really uh, phenomenal. I mean, there's there's just some believable, um, extraordinarily professional, mm-hmm. experienced actors. <clears throat> and I, I did get a tweet. Uh, no, no, this was on IMDb's uh, message board. And they're saying, I'm just watching for Jason, Jason Isaacs. You know, that's yeah. the only reason they're watching at this point. Uh, but, but I did get some tweets, and I'm going to talk about those here in a little bit. This one guy gave me the rundown. He's got some great thoughts. Awesome. But I want to continue to talk about Debbie because you did bring her up, and she was just irritating probably anybody who was watching tonight. Every I mean, time. She's got her shotgun. I can't say I blame her for self protection. She had the skills to survive. I mean, she's done enough things to where we know. <laughs> Just take care of yourself, woman. What is it? Run! Just yeah. leave. Run None of them care life. about you. The kid's a psycho. You're not going to straighten him out. Just freaking <laughs> get out of there. And another thing, yeah. why are you getting a shotgun? Just grab a pistol or two so you can just shoot him up instead of... What are, what are you doing with a shotgun? Yeah, I, You're I, not I, like shooting coyotes on a farm. Like, you're... you're if you're really trying to kill people, you want to do that quick. I'm really believing she snapped. It was, she I'm above the law. I'm going in there yeah. because there's no police people in this area where I can walk through the desert right. another mile and make uh-huh. it. To exactly. She's going to come with me. She's gone to the FBI. She's, she's just feeling that sense of being trapped. So she says, I'm going to, I'm going to go in and confront the situation. And then the officer inside says, you have to the count of three. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, three. And then he was his <laughs> Which was a good, it was a good start for her character, but you know, in the end, <laughs> yeah, you're just I, gonna keep going in, you're gonna keep asking for it, and yeah. you, there's, like you said, she was trapped no matter what, that's probably why she went back in there. She knew she wasn't escaping anytime soon, there was no Los Angeles in the horizon, on the horizon, and um, it was done anyway. What I do like about being, that being detained depicted is that when you're in a cult i would think that you know the uh the fear and then the wanting justice and her going back in there to try to right some wrongs of course this was just astronomical and then she wants to talk to josh about the stars again we've already (laughs) been down that road lady (laughs) right why did she pull over like completely keep (laughs) driving until you are exhausted to the point where you can't like and then make the kid drive so that his hands are on the wheel like do i don't know what that whole thing was about that was just kind of dumb you're but. not right because you're not going to trust somebody that's been brainwashed yeah. to to murder people his entire life and not for nothing not that he's like oh poor kid but he ha- he's been dragged between these two worlds he doesn't know who to believe he's 13 years old and that's a family and she's the one stealing him like i don't you know if he's brainwashed like you said he's not gonna change just because somebody wants to play mom to him you know yeah that- i don't think he's too 
effed up. I, I, think, I think she knew she was on a mission on her way out, though, because she did call her mom and say goodbye. And Oh, totally. And so she kind of knew she was going to mess up at mm-hmm. some point. I'm not sure. <laughs> she was pulling a Charlie. And- yeah, but there was some good. I mean, she was shotgun happy. And what was it with the baby pics? Remember when she went in and she was going through the files and she's looking yeah. at the and she saw sonograms. Uh, I think she found out that Faye had twins and that one of the babies was hers because the other one it, that we saw that was it Brandy. They said it said not un, not viable or unviable. And I think that Faye's was the baby that I mean, it's Josh that which we have one of our followers who totally calls it every time that he, she's been Josh's caretaker. So you're right. That's not an ignoramus follows us on YouTube. You're awesome. Thank you for your comments because <laughs> they're great. And we do pay attention. Right. And I think most people following this show are putting some brain power into it because. You, oh, totally. I, I, you I mean, have to. <laughs> Even if you don't want to, you need to. And that's why I like the where it's gone, because it's finally at that point where I don't. You don't have to think anymore. I said I wrote nothing today. I have no notes because I'm so entrapped and captured by like what's happening on screen. <laughs> and it's not so much trying to figure out the whole prophecy anymore. Yeah. You're just watching what unfolds. And I'm really excited to be at this place. Yeah. You know, we sat down and, and you're like, oh. I, I have nothing. <laughs> like I, I have plenty to talk about. Right. No specific, you know, words to figure out or things to kind of yeah. get into. I just want to talk about it and be enamored with it, which I am. <laughs> yes, it, it's just, it was a big show tonight. It was. And, uh, Lynn revealed, you know, to, she got the bigger mystery revealed to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Debbie got axed or nixed or, oh, <laughs> all the above. The, I mean, <laughs> that, my thing is, I, you know, two episodes left. What are they going to do? They weren't even going to go a ten, full 10 episodes. They went past six. Now you're at eight and, there's so much still to uncover. They did a great job so far. Some things came out of the, the you know, out of the woodwork that we were like, oh, how are they going to get there? They did. But there's so much left with this prophecy and um, how each group is going to kind of unfold into how they relate to it. You know, we finally saw the crossover with the Essene and the um, and the detectives in Jerusalem or Quarum. Right. So Kumran, Kumran, and also remember at the beginning of the show, or we can talk about the professors because Professor Zohar knew John Donaldson. John Donaldson was on that last episode. He was on the VHS tape. Yes. And he, there was three significant dates. And I actually got a tweet from Blondini. This is just a little side note. Uh-huh. And she says, uh, oh, well, June 6th, which was the third date on the tape. Uh, forget the year, but right. in real life, it's Jason Isaac's birthday. Oh, funny! So cool. coming up, that's interesting. Yeah, that happens a lot with with script writers, you know, and they're yes, trying to use things for their characters and the actors. Well, and I was sneak them in there researching today that the the, the creators of the show actually made it for Jason Isaac, so really? you could see how they could totally. The, they're in love with him too. Yes. <laughs> Well, and June 6th, I'm really excited because a film that I have played the lead part in is coming out oh, how nationwide. Ironic. I'm really excited. DVD. Awesome. What's so, it called? It's called One More Round. Great. Yeah. So What's I'm it about? Thrilled. So that's another thing I have in common with Jason. I'm just saying. It's just you the know, day. It's just the day. Yeah. It's something to celebrate. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> if you want to watch that movie on your birthday, Jason, One More Round. <laughs> <laughs> What's it about? Oh. I need that uh, sound effect again. Oh, yeah. Right, <laughs> totally. Please. Thank you, Stephen. <laughs> Have that ready to go. <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> 
So your question, please. I said, what was it about? <laughs> The film? Yeah, you want to go there? All I right. Have a bad talk feeling about, about that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. I'm loving the interaction well, from the behind the scenes over there. Thank you. It's got the backdrop of uh, boxing and a marriage that goes on the rocks. And uh, Jeremy London, if you remember him from Party of Five, yes. And so he's in that film wow. also. Uh, Very cool. And with me and there's it's a cool thing because in real life, uh, my husband actually knows him from high school. Oh wow. So in the movie, then I'm sitting there and he and I knew each other from high school. Oh, cute. So he ends up That's another to, thing of life imitating art or... Isn't that... Yes, it is. I love that. Yes. Well, Agent Wilson, mm-hmm. you know, Agent Wilson joins now that the she's team a detective. tonight. Right. <laughs> we better hop back in because Emma Wilson all of a sudden is mistrustworthy and she's just riding along. And, you know, you had made a good point when we we're in the screening room and you said, well... She actually needs to be protected, and so that's probably yeah. why Peter is keeping well, her Because we're close. all wondering, why is she still on this mission? I mean, you said also that she's smart. She knows what's going on with the dig. She knows all of the background with the prophecy. So, obviously, that's one of the reasons he keeps her around. And the other thing is, totally, he's protecting her. She has this. Where else does she go? How did that work Otherwise, for she'd you? be a Debbie. Right. <laughs> She'd be Debbie. Basically. Well, I really thought somebody would intersect with Debbie, uh, you know, at some point. I was really hoping that would be the case, but lo and behold, the only one, the little high priest, I guess he's going to find his way out at some point. Okay. Yeah. So back to the convent. How did that work with you, uh, for, for you with Peter and Emma in the convent while the archaeologist and his, uh, protege, yeah, right, I don't know protege. who he was. He came they're, out of nowhere. They're in there as well doing their find of what they call one of the most, uh, the greatest, greatest archaeological discovery in all of history, mm-hmm. the temple treasures. And so they've got the video equipment. I was thinking that Peter and Emma yes. were hearing the video going down coming it, through and they thought it was rat totally but not necessarily well because okay. peter and emma were up above they were in one the don was it dr donaldson or did whatever okay. he was not, john donaldson, john donaldson. On, the, on the video yes. yes they were in his room that apparently gets paid full rent every month so the nuns don't question it don't don't worry it's only been 20 years don't go in there but they we're in his room, which was on top, and it seems like the archaeologist went into the basement. So I don't know how that would have worked. But, yeah, you were waiting for that camera to all of a sudden see Detective and Detective, well, and Wilson. But it wasn't. It saw skeletons and um, treasure, and so I'm wondering how that's going to cross over. But they're both there. And we discussed this in another show. It's like... Um, Connolly is always one step like behind, but right on their tail. So I don't know. I mean, what are they looking for to? They found the treasure. How are they going to break through that and get over there with nobody interrupting them? Yes. And they found the, the T, the temple sign Mm -hmm. again on the wall. Remember Connolly did in their room. Uh, well also inside of the convent, um, in on the wall in there. What room? I, I missed that then. Oh, okay. This, uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> like, where? Oh, oh, right. So Connolly found that in the... I'm glad you brought up the room, though, because Donaldson's room, yes. how they looked through the window, and that was how they found the convent, mm-hmm. and then they went inside, and that's how they that's ended up where... in the same place as the dig, but they saw, you know, the T symbol that's on her that's back. That's what I thought. Okay. The, and I'm calling it temple, because right. I got another um, tweet 
that says it's the Berate Hamikdash, uh, so the big temple, you mm-hmm. know, in Jerusalem that they're trying to trying to rebuild. Um, I guess that's the big focus here is they want to rebuild the temple. Well, I think because I think part of the prophecy is the fact that it was you have to. Well, you know, I'm like going back to religious terms, but sure. it was torn down and rebuilt in three days. So now that's what they have to do. They have to rebuild the temple in three days and then the heifer comes in and it's all part of the fulfilling the prophecy. The temple was torn down already? Well, no, I'm saying, oh. but like, I was like <laughs> we're talking like Jesus and back in the day, <laughs> like, like, okay, right. You're talking, you know, you know oh, you're like, talking that's New the Testament. Whole, yeah. Oh, very good. <laughs> like, well, very good. I, I, just, uh, I heard that in another, I think earlier in the show. So yes. that's well, what I'm thinking. Cause I know Rabbi off, was talking to him. About correct. That. John two, actually, I had to do some research on that. It's funny that you brought that up because Jesus, he said that, you know, he was the temple that, uh, they were, they were trying to destroy and that he would be raised three days. Right. Okay. But then, you know, that's in real life Bible, like Mm -hmm. in terms of New Testament, um, in terms of this show, I'm not sure (laughs) what he was talking about, but you know what, maybe that has to do with it. Then that whole symbol is from there. Um, I saw something, you know, when, in the last episode, when they were doing the whole thing in under the, um, well of souls that I thought looked like the symbol when he put, put the plate, the breastplate on. I thought that looked like the symbol, okay. the way it was like the, that oh, whatever right. was flo- yes, it running did. through yes, it the did. little canals and all of a sudden with right. the po- pillars and stuff. I like can't use my words right now because I'm, ch- I'm, my well, brain is going and I know what I'm talking about, yes. but that's what this show can do because it's, it's, I mean, once you can talk about all these prophecies yeah. and put them together in a cohesive way, you I can talk about anything. You have dig. <laughs> you have the show dig. Yeah. <laughs> when I mean, you can do that. And it's cool because seeing them in those locations where we're, we may never go. I mean, I hope to go to Israel and do a tour. Would you yeah, do that? Would be cool. I would totally do I it. I would like to do a tour. Yeah. Yes. Well, especially after watching the show too, it gets you even more interested in in what's real out there and, and what's not. And in Los Angeles, there's been a Jerusalem at the uh, Los Angeles. What is it? The big center there, a, a whole display, and it's oh, well, made me want to go yeah. because I've been watching this show. Cool, a little r- locker room chat there. <laughs> but you know, I was thinking, okay, what's interesting to me? This is my little opinion. Um, is that, you know, they curse, they say, they curse Jesus. Now, I'm just saying from a, from a debatable way, okay, like why wouldn't they say, oh, Buddha, or oh, Muhammad, okay, but what comes from the soul is the name Jesus. Okay. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Okay. So I'm just, <laughs> something, something to think about. I'm like, wait, was that in this? A little parable. Well, because at the opening of this show, you've mm-hmm. got Lynn Monaghan, who's, and it's just, it's just kind of ironic. Oh, I know what you, I, the, I get that what you're the show saying. is when based off like, of Jesus. religion. Yeah. And, and that yet we're not really. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Um, can I also say we didn't hit on the fact, I think we covered most of what happened in the recap, but, um, Donaldson's son, who you think is the son, cause that's what, you, yes. the great, great way to see that. Cause I heard you in the last show say that. And I didn't even think of that kid that's there with the temple symbol on his chest. Right. Um, in the beginning, they showed the nurse with him opening a box that had a chess piece in it. But oh, that wasn't yes. really resolved throughout the rest of this 
episode. So I'm kind of wondering what's going to happen with that. And he was just still there, just deadpanned and staring. So yeah, poor kid. <laughs> I guess it was checkmate. Here you yeah, are. I, seriously. <laughs> I want to know what happens with um with that and what that means to him. Um, yeah, and it was interesting when they brought back the teacher and he was trying to tell them everything that happened to the what, what do you call him not the do, he's not a doctor i mean he probably had a doctorate of archaeology okay the professor 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 no no, no. oh when he, they the went other to guy the donaldson was a professor oh yeah yeah no the the one who died the one who's in the video right he was friends though with yes right so, and he's so, a professor Got yeah it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm there. I'm there, guys. But okay, so yeah, we'll it's see what the good. chess piece is well, all about. There were three different professors, so I'm glad you pointed that out, actually, Andrea, because there's Professor Zohar, yeah, who knew Donaldson. They worked together. Then there's Professor Margrove, who was in the convent, and then there's the professor that was on the VHS, who gave the three right, when, who they yeah. told the story of that he slit his wife's throat in front of the children. Oh. And if Greg Gregory Donaldson's his son, d- it, did that really happen? It did not. I don't think it really happened. Remember on the third VHS video, he's looking and he was saying, "If if you're watching this video, then I just died." And then it goes fuzzy. Yeah, but I who knows if that really like if oh, he got if he was killed shot or, or something or okay yeah, right. I then why would the prof- the other professor say how that he went home and what was he? Well, he should have went to jail if that happened. They're making him look crazy. I think so. And then the son or whoever this is, mm-hmm. he's in relation because they have the same last name. Maybe it's an uncle. Whatever. Maybe he's the yeah. nephew. It, either way, he's got the symbol carved card. Remember? Yeah, <laughs> carved yeah. Into his chest. And it's um, burned in there even worse than if somebody took a big old cigar and just burned you. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of gross. I mean, <laughs> it's just um, wrong. All right. So where are we going to go from here? You know, here's, okay, here's one thing that I was talking about with the one of my best friends. Okay. This week was about the Ten Commandments. And the reason I'm bringing that up, okay, is because we are talking about, I mean, they're pulling out Bible scriptures. Yep. And I just, you know, I did some research on the Ten... Do you know, can you list any of the Ten Commandments? Yes. Okay, go ahead. This is funny. Are you going to see if we could hit all ten? Yes, yes. And Stephen, you can play. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thou shall not kill. Okay, good. Right? Good. Murder. Oh, oh, nice. Oh, okay, very good. Very good. And Andrea... I feel like I'm on... um, Thank you, millionaire. Now, how to be a millionaire? This is worth one million dollars. I think so. All ten of these after buzz. uh, I'm going to put them on the spot. Can I get like five million million for hitting five? (laughs) Okay. Thou shall not kill. Thou shall not covet thy neighbor's wife. Ooh, that's a good one. Thou shall not covet covet thy neighbor's belongings or something like that, right? Steal. Thou shall not steal. Stephen, good. Thou shall not um, wrong thy mother and father. Something Good. like Honor that. Honor your mother Honor, and father. Okay. Got it. Um, Thou shall not bring small children to movies after 9 p.m. <laughs> okay. That's... Uh, actually, it was on the stone tablet they dropped. They dropped it. <laughs> um... I, I, we hit what five or six? You're doing good. Four. Um, <laughs> thou shalt keep the sab the Sabbath oh, Sunday. You got it. You're halfway there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Thou shall. Okay. I'm um, impressed. I couldn't even. Good. Yeah, I couldn't even remember all these offhand. I used to know them when I was little. Yeah. But I, yeah, haven't thought about these in a long time. Okay. How many uh, are left? 
four more. Well, one, two, three, four, five. Okay, we're halfway there. Okay. Give me another one. Give me one. You shall not take of the, the name that of name the in Lord vain. your God mm-hmm. in vain. All That's right. an easy one. We should okay. have that one. Which, you know, is nobody should feel bad about these. We're all lawbreakers. But that's why, you know, we all need the mercy. Okay. And the love. <laughs> and the acceptance. Tweet me if you need to hear more about that. Okay. Uh, you shall have no other gods before me. Okay. All right. That's a good one. See, that's why they swear Jesus. Because... Buddha doesn't exist in this. Oh, I'm just kidding. That was like a bad. Oh, oh, that was bad. I, okay, that I got was a you. bad way to bring back around what you were you. trying to say I got before. You. I'm hearing you. Okay, you shall not commit adultery. Yes. All right. Ah, uh, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. Okay. Which I guess is gossiping. I don't know. No, that's that's probably more than that. It's kind of like slandering someone's character or character assassination. I don't know. Yeah. Is that kind of? I think so. I think it's all yeah, like you know, lying basically. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. lying. Thank you. <laughs> no problem, Mindy. <laughs> <laughs> this show is in oh no my way. Gosh, I love it. Oh, okay. It's not pointing. So this show, it's not pointing to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and they are pulling from the Old Testament. So I want it because there, this, this is like. Look at everything they're doing with yeah. these cults. They're murdering. They're definitely lying. I look at the ambassador tonight. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're basically saying that, yeah, that you and your friend were talking about, does, does he or she watch the show? He does not. He doesn't watch Dick. Okay. But you're talking about this because throughout this show, it's basically, it's heavy religious based and prophecy fulfilling. And yet you're saying they're denying every one of these commandments Yes. Okay. Yes. So to, to try and fulfill the prof- the prophecy, right? Which I totally get. And then the New Testament, the two commandments, he, you know, was doing to others. You know, the golden right, rule, right? right. Which that's yeah. a good one. I love that one. Yeah. But um, so should we get into predictions? I think. Okay, you you want out of the hot seat? I think that. Well, I just think the uh, <laughs> the audience will. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm like I'm good. I made it to five. <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, predictions. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Glad to be back, guys. Glad I to know. be back. Okay. Well, I was. Oh, oh, yeah. My Twitter. My Twitter. My your, phone. Your tweets. Yeah. Um, okay. We'll have can, Stephen. Can you keep it on Andrea? I'm going to get up and get my phone. Okay. And then. So I'll tell you my predictions. Okay. Um, I'm going to do them based on last week since I was gone. As oh, she no. crosses the camera. Hi, <laughs> I'm still here. Um. I we know now that Lynn is not in on it, and I think that she is uh, hopefully going to get out alive. I don't think they're going to kill her off, so that's a prediction in itself. Um, oh no, my phone's dead. Oh no, <laughs> but I can tell debacle. you the gist of <laughs> You're having technical difficulties. <laughs> if you can stand by. Um, and then uh, there was another one based on Emma Wilson and uh, Connolly. Yeah, I don't think they're going to die. I think the Essenes are strong enough that they've been around for thousands of years and they're going to ward off the few guys that came from the Heritage Center and, you know, come out of that alive. They have a lot of resources. And I like that we heard that they're not going to kill Peter Connolly, that they're they're protectors, they're not killers. And so hopefully that comes back around. You know, in this one, they kind of let go with the fact that the whole point of Emma going after him was to kind of... um, 
kind of put Peter into a hole and, and get him in trouble with making him feel crazy about his daughter and all that from the last episode. So I I hope that comes back around his tie-in with this whole thing. Like you said, with the seminary, and he's he has his religious background. I, I look forward to see that and how Emma is really tied in, because I think she wasn't just a random pawn. I think she was planned, and um, I think they'll come through alive. We see in the previews that he's fine from getting shot in the heart. So I don't know how that miraculously happens, but yeah, it I'm, does. I'm believing we're going to see so a faith healing I of some kind. I think he has something to do. Ooh, prediction. I think he has something to do with the whole prophecy in fulfilling it. Not so much like, you know, he's not the high priest, but he definitely has something to do with that. So we'll see about that. Right. I think that could be pretty cool, too. Yes, I am with you on that. I want to see how Emma and Peter, how their character arcs, you know, come to completion. And apparently we've got two days until the pastor gets there. Right. So we're going to see the intersecting of the heifer, the the high priest boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Get and, delivered. Let's see. The cow and the boy. And who else? Oh, and who knows if Jason Isaacs would be the... You know, like the main priest guy. Maybe um, that was Emma yeah, Wilson's maybe. part to lure him in because she had the red hair. Okay, so that's what Josh Hart was saying on my Twitter. Is he said? He said, "Look, he said uh, Emma was was hired by someone to bring him in originally mm-hmm. because she had the the stone on the breastplate, right. the first one that she slipped in his pocket, and then Peter later had the other stone in his pocket." But Yusef Khalid did not kill him. So, so Josh Hart was saying, in fact, that that's why because he's he was part not, of it. Because yeah. he's ultimately Ooh, part of the whole You just said prophecy. something because um, I know you were not on the Emma bandwagon about her being 100% authentic. Um, why, if she knew all of this other stuff that he followed, all those clues to find her, did she not know what the stone was? Oh, and they just gave me the stone. Remember she said that. Right. I mean, that's really going back now, but yes, and that's exactly where he went as well. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just feel that <clears throat> this is going to come to fruition. Where did she really come from? She had the red hair. Somebody hired her to jack with Peter a yeah. little bit because his daughter had red hair, and then he was disillusioned from that, right? Or made to look like he was dis- disillusioned, right? He really wasn't. And then she's trying to find out information right now, too. Yeah. What is all that about? Why know. is she so intently, like, she's she's on to something herself. So, you know, I predict that she's going to have a finding of her own. Is she tied in with um, the archaeologist after all? Because Maybe. they did have a relationship, yes. remember? And she was way into him and that whole idea. So Right, and especially his... His accent. <laughs> Well, I guess we'll find out, right? Yeah. I'm really excited. Absolutely will. Well, I guess that's about going to do it for tonight. I did want to mention my nutritionist, Pamela Flores. She uh, is helping me to feel better and feel great. (laughs) Nourishing soul. Little plug. Yep. That's right. Bodyandsoul.org. Nourishingbodyandsoul.org. And Andrea, how? Anything? uh, Nope. You guys... Tweet us. Let us know what you're thinking. Right. We love responding to you guys and talking about it on the show. So it's at Andy Fasano. You could tweet me and follow me on Periscope because I've been doing that. And we showed you guys from the theater today when yes. we were watching. So. Yeah. And then we're going to do one afterward, too. Sure. All right. I'm Mindy Thomas. <laughs> Andrea Fasano. You guys have a great night. We'll yeah. see you next week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.